Okay. What's right. up? Do I have Are any? Did you introductions? What's that? Uh, introduce or don't you introduce the show? I do. Let me just pull up my notes real quick. Oh, I don't know. I don't really remember writing down these notes. I admit I was a little fucked up. <laughs> okay. I well, also not- that could, that could be fun. Maybe you know you'll just piece your memory together as we. <laughs> well, uh, oh god, I don't even remember. Okay, notes. I think is where. I'll probably, like, I don't know, reading this is probably, like, reading it for the first time. Like, I don't even remember writing some of this shit. Okay. For some reason, I wrote, like, I don't know, two paragraphs in all capitals. And then, like, everything else in with no capitals. You probably, you were probably really passionate about it. Uh, yeah, well. <laughs> and the funny thing is, this was at, uh, around noon. So. <laughs> okay. I was that far gone by noon, I guess. Shit. Well, that is kind of your life, isn't it? Well, you know, live hard, die young. <laughs> yeah, you. All right. Um. Okay, so I'm gonna introduce the show, and then okay. uh, I yeah, like I said, I couldn't find my notebook, so I couldn't really uh, do the layout for this. Um. So we're just gonna have to kind of wing it. But I do okay. have a few questions for you. Okay. So it questions? seems like there's... I mean, I didn't make the film. No, no, but you know how I, like I said, with the layout, usually I, I prepare some kind of, uh... Oh, okay, okay. Just now for I... your thoughts, you know. Okay, fair enough. Okay. Um, now let me remember what we used to say. Sorry, I'm a beer in on an empty stomach. Oh, God, are you about to get goofy? I hope not. I don't really know, though. Yeah. You can't be worse than hands, at least. Well, I don't know. Do you remember that Tom Cruise show we did? No. <laughs> I, I don't remember I, I the show, don't. but I, I do remember, you know, some goofiness to it. So I, I, I remember stretches of silence. Oh, that was, was one of the worst shows we did for some reason. I was trying to go to sleep. And, yeah. I, I don't, don't even know. know why we did that show, because I don't really watch Tom Cruise's movies. I don't know why either. I, because I do, but it's kind of hard to have a conversation with yourself. No, yeah, well, I mean, like I said, I, I, for the most part, I've only seen, like, Legend is my favorite Tom Cruise movie, which is saying oh, a lot, because that was, like, that what, is his first, ridiculous. second movie. What did you just say? That is just ridiculous. You're ridiculous. I like I, People say Jerry Maguire's his best movie. That shit is corny and stupid. I'm sorry. Okay. I like Jerry Maguire. But I wouldn't say that's his best movie. You would. The worst part is whenever he's driving and seeing Free Falling. Ugh. I know the scene. I I don't like it either. But I like the movie. It's good. But but it's not his best. Okay, Interview with a Vampire would be my second favorite. I'm surprised. That's your second favorite? Yeah, I think he's it's really good. It's Magnolia, Born on the Fourth. He's great. Third would be Magnolia, I think. Well, that's your second. third? That's like my favorite movie. You that's just remind, it might be my second, and then Interview with the Vampire. I like him in Interview with the Vampire because he does not seem the part, but he, he pulled it off really well, I thought. Oh, yeah. No, I think he does a terrific job in there that. There's this thing that like producers did, though, back in the 90s, where they wanted to put Tom Cruise in everything, no matter what. 
It's like, we I know. need an Irish guy. Let's get Tom Cruise <laughs> on the horn. Like, what the fuck? I, I like Far and Away. <laughs> Stupid. It is not well cast, but I, I enjoy the old-timey corniness of that movie, but it does not work. I've never seen it. I don't care to. I feel like I'd cringe or something. Can you hear me? Because, um, I... Yeah. Um, all right. It's all right. Hold on. I'll put my phones down. Oh, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Well, I think we're talking... We're getting off topic already, and we've not even started, so... That's very true. Okay. Okay. Take it away. Hi, you're listening to the Frodo podcast. I'm your host, Chantel, and joining me is my brother, Christian. Good evening, sir. How are you? I'm good. How about yourself? You know. Right. Well, you know, you should have said, joining us on the Frodo or join us on the Frodo pod for the first time in months, because it, it feels like we just kind of show up whenever we feel like it. That is true. Um, but I will say our last show was about a movie that isn't even out in the United States yet. And I would say that's kind of big. I mean, there's been a lot of movies out in the United States since then. I already forgot what you were talking about and we just talked about it. Rifkin's Festival. I remember now. Still not out here. Good movie though. absurd. Free wooding. It's not about, you know, how good the movie is. It's just about, you know freedom of artistic expression or something. Exactly, yeah, some shit like that. But I'm all with you. I, yeah, I, I feel you, sister. <laughs> Literally. Well, um, anyway, uh, we're here to discuss Spencer tonight. Um, which... Yeah, uh, that's the, the movie about Princess Diana, if you didn't know. Um, so you're in for a riveting discussion. <laughs> but, uh... I guess the first thing I'd like to ask you is why do you think Kristen Stewart was cast in this role? Because honestly, I don't see it. Though when I did see her, she did look good, but Exactly. Um, she doesn't I... even have blue eyes though. Like Princess Diana had very blue eyes. She was blonde, Kristen Stewart's brunette. She's got I don't know, they just don't look As I was good. watching the no, but at the same time, when I was watching the movie, I could see it in certain angles. Um, and I guess, I don't know, like, I'm not one of those, like, okay, so, you know, we had Daniel Day-Lewis play Abraham Lincoln, we had Meryl Streep play Margaret Thatcher, I guess everybody's just kind of on this understanding that it doesn't matter in terms of that sort of authenticity, um... Which Kristen Stewart playing Princess Diana sounds strange on paper. Well, yeah, but Though, with those, I, like, they actually, the makeup and, you know, made them look very, you know, uh, yeah, uncannily yeah. like those people. But I think she, she kind really, of pulls it off, though. I don't know. I don't know, though, because have you seen the girl from The Crown? I forget her name, but she. Oh, yeah, the, the Golden Globe winner. 
yeah, when I saw her, I was like, wow, yeah. Emma. Quite a likeness. Yeah, no, she is uncanny. You're right. Um, But Kristen Stewart's not even English, so that was also No, I know, yeah. I I know she played English once in Snow White or something. I'm glad that nobody has complained about the fact that she is in English, and I think part of it is because the performance is so good. I I agree, because I think that a lot of times Americans um, aren't trusted to do English accents. No! Renee Zellweger did it pretty well, but uh, no. I think for the most part they'd rather just obviously hire a British person, mm-hmm. and, you know, not to get all patriotic and sentimental, but I feel like, you know, because, uh, I mean, there are some very talented Europeans, but I feel like Americans, you know, who used to be, you know, the it crowd with casting, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they're losing a lot of these roles to Australians and English people, and that's, I don't know, it's not their own fault, but no, yeah, that's just the well, way it is. How close did Natalie Portman look to Jackie Onassis? Not at all. See? But did it work? Yes. I guess. And do you know why I say those? Do you know why I compare these two specifically? Same director? That's correct. Um, yeah, I thought that I saw that. Okay, so I guess that that was going to be one of my questions. Which one did you prefer at the end of the day? Well, I feel like maybe we should talk about the movie before we dive into that. Oh, really? Do you? Yes. Well, we should review the film, discuss the plot synopsis and whatnot, and then we go from there. Well, I might forget to ask it later, so just bring it up again. It's on my mind, because... Like I said, I don't have my notes with me, exactly, so you'll just have to... I have discussed this on our Friend J Movie Talks show um, before, and probably on here, but I really love Jackie. I think that movie is great. I think it's haunting. So we have our answer. You just did exactly what you said you were not going to do. Not necessarily, but I was just saying I do really love that movie, and because of that, the hype for this movie is real. Like, I was, as soon as I heard Pablo Lorraine and Diana Spencer, I was like, oh, fuck yeah. And then I hear Kristen Stewart, and I'm like, oh, fuck, yeah. And, yeah, no, the rest Maybe it's just me, uh, I'm not a big fan. What? Not just because of Twilight. I'm just not a big fan of Kristen Stewart. Oh, she's great. No, I'm not fond of her because of. It, I mean, Twilight. It, it took me years to forgive Robert Pattinson. Um, oh, he's and then great. If I had, I had forgiven Kristen Stewart, and then the whole thing with Rupert. Um, oh, that. Face, I, yeah. I didn't like it. it. No, I feel that left a bad taste in my mouth. I listened to a podcast with her the other day, and she just seems really cool. Like, she seems like my kind of crowd. I think she's engaged now, actually, to a woman. She is. Yeah. Yeah. So I know. congratulations it's... and everything, but again, I what another thing I didn't like was um, I heard in an interview she was talking shit about Jennifer Aniston. Praising Angelina Jolie. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, I know why you're doing that, bitch. It's because you were the other woman. And that's obviously, smart. you know, that's why you're siding with this slip. But I don't want to get into yeah, Angelina no. Jolie. I w- told myself I wouldn't do this. So, um, I don't know if you want to start with your thoughts. Because it looks like the notes that I wrote down aren't really in bullet points. They're just like me 
wandering on a train of thought that doesn't really end, so... Well, okay, so we'll talk about the plot, and then we'll go from there. So, I... The months leading up to this movie, I was like, oh, Kristen Stewart plays Princess Diana. And in my mind, I was like, that's all I need to know. Because I think Kristen Stewart is a great actress, honestly. I have for a while. And the thing... I as I watch those Twilight movies, don't get me wrong, nobody escapes those movies like, you know, clean. Like I don't know, and they just you get Twilight attached to your name. It's like Fifty Shades of Grey, except mm-hmm. those two seem to be doing kind of okay. Which I think Jamie Dornan's on his way to an Oscar nomination as well. Well, don't get me wrong, I haven't forgiven either of them. So I have. It'll be years before, but it's okay. I guess maybe I'm just... I they know. haven't done enough for me to forgive and forget. Yeah, yeah, give it time. I hear they both have... Well, I've seen one of their movies this year. The only and... thing I've seen since then is uh, that Waves movie, A Bigger Wave with her. A Bigger Splash. splash. I haven't even seen yeah. it. Yeah, it yeah. was moderately okay. And then that uh, that Hervé movie that he did. Oh, yeah. Which well, was that's... enjoyable enough, I guess. I think they're both on their way to some Academy recognition this year. Again, we really? can talk about that later. But, um, so, yeah, but Kristen Stewart, I think, is somebody who... I saw her in Still Alice, and, you know, even when she was in the Twilight phase, I thought, she's good. These movies are bringing her down. And she, like, I think she put on a good face for it because, you know, she's in a major franchise. You kind of have to do that at the time. But, uh, yeah, no, those movies are bad. But, um, basically, in this, she does play Princess Diana, and it's set, I imagine, in 1991, probably around the time that, um, you know, Prince Charles is having the affair and... Pretty much the whole family is kind of staring her down. And I, the word that comes to, the word that came to mind as I was watching this movie, Trevor, who is absent from the show today, he would have been here, but he's been tired or something. But the word that came to mind while I was watching this movie was kooky. Okay. <laughs> because basically it, 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 they tell you up front that, it's a, in air quotes, a fable from a true tragedy. And you can certainly, it basically gives the filmmakers the excuse to take whatever liberties they want. But I think they're respectful, but they also take liberties. Um, but basically, it revolves around Princess Diana as she arrives to this, uh, she arrives to the palace in which they spend their Christmases. And she just feels like she's being judged at every moment. She feels like people are breathing down her neck. And only in, like, small moments that she shares with a friend who's played by Sally Hawkins or her kids does she feel like she can actually be herself. And the movie is kind of staged as, like, this horror movie at times in which she's, like, reflecting on her childhood and her childhood home and the person she once was. And... It's basically set over three days as she feels as if she's being followed by people working within, you know, the royal family and 
she's just kind of mentally unraveling. But also, I think a lot of it really depends on whether or not, like, how you choose to interpret the movie. And I think if you interpret it literally, you might be offended. But if you interpret it as it's an interpretation, then you you can go along with it easily. Um, but no, that's basically the movie. Is you kind of it's letting it's letting you know who this woman is while you're watching her mentally unravel. And yeah, that's it. Um, what did you think of it? I, it's one of those movies where, as I was watching it, I was like, it's moving slowly, but I don't know what it's doing, and then it would do weird shit, well, and by, by the time it was done, I really went for it. I gotta be but, honest with you, like, I just reread some of my notes, and I didn't really remember much about the movie until I reread the notes. I told you that would happen. <laughs> yeah, so, like, I was just looking like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read just like slowly, just go bit by bit through this because it looks like I commented on lots of things that I wanted to talk about and then you can uh, offer me your opinion on that. Okay. So I wrote, Case 2 doesn't necessarily look or sound the part. She doesn't even have blue eyes and at times her accent reminds me of a 12 year old trying to sound posh. Apart from the performance, or, wait, apart from that the performance is much better than anything she's ever done. She managed to drop the weird, awkward shtick, though she continues to do the whole out-of-breath thing while constantly <laughs> she, blinking act. She doesn't she does. really, yeah, she doesn't does. really feel like anyone's mother either. So, anything you want to say about that? She does do the blinking thing and out of breath, but also I think that's it. Kind of serves the character well. Um, in the way that she's just constantly fucking worn out in this movie. Like, well, it's not even, you know, she ain't running laps or anything, but she is just exhausted from these people. And her current living situation, again, she barely has a happy moment. Um, but I, I don't know, I think the, I think the accent is... I'm not as picky about that as you, because I think my English accent is good. I've literally and, never heard your English accent. Let's have it. Well, no, I can't. I can't do that right now. You're too shy. I've never heard it. I want to hear. Oh bullshit! You've what? heard it plenty of times. Oh, okay. Well, okay. Austin once told me he was blown away by it, and I was like, really? "Yeah." It's it, it can sound better than it does, but I don't know. It really just depends on how much effort I'm willing to put forth, you know? Okay, now that's actually pretty good. Thank you. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, I just need to hear a bit more, I guess. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. It's not something I do. As I think a kid, mine's a little better, but I've been working on it for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's in my skin, bitch. <laughs> um, that's right. Well, okay. Well, I guess what irritated me about the whole blinking out of breath thing is that this isn't about you, Kristen Stewart. You're supposed to be playing Diana, and she doesn't do that shit. So could okay, you not resist doing but... it one time? Like, my God. Yeah, but it... It's like she doesn't I... know how to not do that. 
Yeah, but I mean, like, she's she's been subtle before. I mean, again, still Alice. Um, there's, um, what's that I don't called? remember that movie. I didn't even know she was in that until you said it a minute ago. We watched it the other day, and you know what? She's really good in it. I highly recommend you see it again. Um, it It's basically anchored by two great performances, but I would say I'm more one more than the other, but also I think the movie is really impactful. Anyways, anyways, it doesn't matter. But, like, Kristen Stewart is good. Like, she... Even in a, a deeply mediocre movie like Charlie's Angels, which, yes, I've seen it, is, you know, like, she can elevate it. She is good. I've noticed I think, that, for some reason, when you and I do these, I'm usually the pessimistic one, and you're the one with the, you know the better takes like you you have a higher opinion of these things i constantly try to find out what's wrong with it because as i'm reading through this it's really just me complaining a lot there's nothing wrong with that though. even it though makes... i like i like the movie a lot it makes for but good banter okay. okay i i do point out things like uh, that bit where i said the last thing i said was she doesn't really feel like anyone's mother either i, I do okay feel... okay okay i guess i can see that too i don't but see also her are you thinking about the character, or are you thinking about the actress? Mm, both. I don't know. I guess because she kept doing her Kristen Stewart thing, I just kept thinking it's her in a wig, and she mm -hmm. just doesn't seem like Diana, or she doesn't seem like anybody's mother. It was weird. I can I can see that. You know, like, I don't know, I, when I was watching King Richard the other day, which we'll talk more about that, I kind of honestly felt like I felt... I was forgetting I was watching Will Smith. You know, like, no, I don't that know. Was, that's true. That was and a good performance. It really was. And in this case, I can see, I think it will go either way. Well, I think he forgot he'll... himself to, you know, so he could become somebody else, which is what mm -hmm. you need to do when you're... And I guess, yeah, what you're going, what you're saying with this is you didn't think she was... I don't think she tried person. hard enough, necessarily. Oh, she forget was herself right. and her little mannerisms. I actually, I think this performance is more subtle than you lead on. I don't, I don't so. know because I but was I was fucked if, up and I still remember it enough that I wrote it down. If you have a quibble with Kristen Stewart, though, it's kind of hard to differentiate the two. I, I guess. guess. Yeah, I mean, like I don't know, but you don't like Will Smith either, and you admitted that you. Um, knew that is you true. Though that. Will Smith has grown on me mostly because I feel bad for him. Yes, I know. I had to explain that whole drama to mom the other day. <laughs> she, because I was, I was talking to, I was talking to her about, like, the movie, and I was telling her it's supposed to be really good. Which uh, I told them how good it was, and I told them what it was about, and they had no interest. Um, but um, yeah, well, no, I, I liked Will Smith. You know, when I was a kid, I mm -hmm. liked Fresh Prince, and I liked. Independence Day in those movies he did. I thought he was funny and I thought he was cute, but then he lost me somewhere in the the two thousands. But no, he's he started throwing his family at us and it was it was a lot. But no, I I feel the same way. Like around circa After Earth, I was like, this guy he's become a lot. Yeah, there were just a bunch of weirdos. So and then now I he has me back, but he has for a couple of years. Anyways. But, yeah, no, I, I know what you mean. I, I, the performance didn't distract me, but I can see 
where it might detract it might distract Kristen Stewart's few detractors. Few. I think she has a lot of detractors because I saw that she was trending on Twitter after it came out or whatever, and that's because people had some not so nice things to say about the casting choice. Yeah, fuck that. We all aboard that hype train. Oh, whatever. Okay, well, how about I... Okay, let me read the next paragraph that I wrote down, and then you can comment okay. on that. Okay. Okay, I said, I imagine people found the movie to be cruel and in poor taste, uh, and honestly, we don't know what was really said and done. I don't know why I said that, because I didn't find it to be that bad. But I, I did tell you that, that I had read that people may have been offended. Yes, you did tell me that. And, like, after you said that, I thought about the movie, and I was like, yeah, I can see that. But also, like, I, I don't know. Like, that's the thing. Nana said she wanted to see it. And I was like, it's a weird movie. I don't think she'd like it. She wouldn't be able to hear it anyways. That's another note that I'll get to <laughs> yeah. eventually. She needs a good explosion or two. Um, um where's the gunfire? <laughs> but um no, I I don't think it's I don't know. I think if you read too much into it, it's probably a bit cruel. Um but I don't think it is i mean i think when they okay. say it's cruel they just mean mostly for her sons to see you know they don't want to yeah, think of her being so yeah, miserable they, and sick and everything i get that pablo lorraine uh the director he definitely he doesn't hold back with this um like there yeah, are well, i'm sure jackie kennedy's family wasn't you know thrilled to bits if that's yeah, i suppose family. that it kind of paints her in a semi-mentally unhinged light. She's but, like a pillhead who's constantly drunk. Yeah, but, I mean, like, this one's a little different. Because you got you got Princess Diana pretty much hallucinating. Now, again, it depends on how literally you want to take it. Um, well, that's why I wrote, like, we don't really know what was said and done, because how the fuck do we know if she was hallucinating? I don't remember reading anything about that. It's, air quotes, a fable from a true tragedy. So, okay. hmm. I mean, you got Princess Diana pretty much putting her, like, comparing herself to Anne Boleyn while also hallucinating that Anne Boleyn is her... And then you also got her, you you get these nightmarish visions of her eating her pearl necklace in her soup. And, you know, it's just like little shit like that. And, like, I guess if you really ran with it, you could dock this as this is offensive. But I don't really see it as that. I did But again, I, you do? No, I didn't. I just wrote that down so we could discuss other people's thoughts on it. Yeah, I mean, I can I definitely, about. I definitely see the argument, but I don't think it's quite. Oh, that's why I said I imagine people found the movie. Well, I should have said I imagine some people found the movie, because that's what I, I saw a video on YouTube <laughs> talking about that. Um, yeah, well, it's, to me, Trevor and I are watching this, and it gets to the point where it's her side-by-side -side as Anne Boleyn, and uh, we yeah, both I wrote that down somewhere, too. We both turned to each other, and I was like, this has balls. Like, it it really, it's taking somebody, a, like a beloved figure who has been dead for about 25 years, 
and they're painting her in this light, it's a potentially offensive light, but I don't think it's quite there. Um, but I can see why it would ruffle feathers. But also, I think that's partially what's so good about the movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It's a, it's a tough one. Um, okay, well, uh, further on, I've written about other characters in the story. It says, I'm not big on Prince Charles anyway, so it makes no difference to me. He's had a rough year, what with the crown coming out and cementing his asshole status to an American audience for the second time. Oh, yeah. Uh, And then I wrote, Camilla manages to slink by without much blame or notice, despite being at the heart of the scandal. I myself have a soft spot for her because she resembles the fuck out of her nana. (laughs) She does. Have you seen her, Camilla? She looks just like Nana. She kind of does. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I told Nana that, and she was like, oh! Like, she got all excited and shit. Yeah. Yeah, I could definitely, I could see that. Okay, um, so anything you want to say about that? No, no, I think it's pretty spot on. Okay, um, okay, I admit I was watching a shitty bootleg copy because me, or Hans and I are agoraphobes now, and I considered, or and considering she whispers for 87% of the fucking movie, it may not have been the wisest move. No, that in the cinematography is beautiful. Yeah, yeah, well, trust me, it wasn't on this version. You told me you watched it, and I was like, you know what, I want to watch it again. And so, the other night, I went to put it on, on the fire stick, and it was bootlegged. And it honestly looked good for a bootleg. Oh, well, (laughs) you're not watching the one that I watched. No, 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 well, that's uh, I didn't get, I didn't get very far into it. Okay. Like, I got maybe, like, a minute. But I'm very picky with those things. And since I've seen the movie, I didn't feel the need to sit through it. Like, again, with that kind of condition. But it is a gorgeously filmed movie. Well, I go on to say that, you know, a lot of the problems I may have is because of the bad copy. I said, I wish subtitles had been included. It probably feels like I'm complaining more than complimenting. But a lot of it's chalked down to the copy I found. 20 minutes into into the movie a silhouette of a woman walked past diana's room <laughs> and i knew then i had fucked up so like yeah it was somebody filming in a theater and like the movie was all bright and like the colors were just completely off so i, I couldn't tell the cinematography i couldn't hear hardly oh, anything there was no subtitles and the copy was russian or something and like this russian like uh wording like would pop up and like why I don't know. the hell did you minutes, like, and just go past the screen? What? Why the hell did you continue? It was literally the only copy I could find. Uh, I found another website, and it, it had the same exact copy on it. I was like, well, the only way I'm going to be able to do this is to watch this copy, because I didn't want to have to go out, because I thought that we were going to get this done sooner, and I wouldn't have you time. People, you people are failing the theater. I need you to get off your asses, Lord knows you're not doing much, and just see these things. Like Belfast. Don't watch that on your computer. It's a beautiful movie. Yeah, but you, things are different here, Christian, because if we go to the movies, then I have to drive into the city, and I gotta park in the parking garage. It's not like I could just park outside in the thing. And we gotta pay for parking, we gotta walk to the theater. It's just don't, you, of- don't you get free parking if you have, like... 
a receipt or something? Yeah, but you also gotta think, it's not my car, and I don't think my valid, my license is suspended, so I get nervous driving around the city. Uh, fair enough. But I mean, like, you should go, like... Yeah, but if the it's... Uber, it's gonna cost $20 to get there. And oh, yeah. And we gotta true. spend another, you know, $20, $30 in the movie, and it's just like, goddamn, it's I'm just saying, an expensive he's... day at the end of it. These really good movies are failing right now because of shit like Eternals. And, uh, like, I don't know. I I, I don't like something... I, like, I want something that I enjoy deeply to succeed. Well, you sound and, like our friend Jay. He's with you on that. He doesn't like to stream movies either because he wants to give the business to the theater. And I respect yes. that. But at the same time, I just can't afford it. So Yeah, it's true. You... Yeah, no, I get you. But yeah, um, what's next? Okay, I said my favorite bit was when she sees herself as Anne Boleyn, because I'm a huge fan, and there's some intense mm -hmm. emotion on the screen. A bit of Tudor trivia for you, I don't know why I wrote this down. Diana's <laughs> blood relative isn't actually Anne Boleyn, but her sister Mary Boleyn, and I believe her second husband, Mr. Stafford. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. I did not. No, no. Okay. Uh, you don't have to comment on that. Unless okay. like you want to say something about the scene with... I, I wrote down there was a lot of emotion on screen, but I don't really remember, to be honest with you. I don't, but I remember after the movie... It, okay. Refresh from my memory. Because I think I have this right. But who is Jane Seymour? Jane Seymour was the woman that... Uh, he married after Anne Boleyn. That's his third wife, his favorite wife. She was uh, the mother of their son, Prince Edward. Mm -hmm. And uh, she was the one that Anne was cheated on for. And, uh, yes, basically okay. killed for. Which because... I, I also made a note of, because I guess there's a scene there is. where Charles gave Camilla a locket with his picture to wear around mm -hmm. her neck, and that's exactly what happened to Anne. Uh, she cut yeah. her husband, Henry, um, his mistress, Jane Seymour, wearing a locket necklace with Henry's portrait. Yeah. Well, so, that's the thing. Um, I remember after the movie, I was talking... Because, like, there's a scene where um, Diana's talking about... Like, she's talking about her parallels to Anne Boleyn and Jane Seymour and all that. I remember talking about that, and Trevor was like... Yeah, I was confused by that. I was like, oh, not Jane Seymour, like... <laughs> live and let die like jane seymour was king henry the like mistress and yeah yeah well i wrote jane seymour would soon replace anne as henry's wife 11 days after he had anne executed because yep. royal men are all bastard assholes i suppose god fucking man am i right 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 <laughs> shit fire um but yeah no i um i honestly I only know that information because of you. Oh. <laughs> I, I say that because of that movie. The other uh, bowling girl? Yeah. I found the book in the closet the other day. Hans wanted to put it in storage, and I said, no, you leave it there. <laughs> yeah. It's, like a, it's, it's a better movie than people give it credit for. Oh, you bought me that book. Hmm. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you didn't remember of it. I, I don't, but it's I'm sure I'd... <laughs> I'll take you at your word. Okay. Okay, so anything else you want to say about it? No. I only have one small paragraph left, and I, it's with a couple questions. 
Okay. I said, I also missed it due to the whispering, but who was Sally Hawkins and Timothy Spall supposed to be? So, that's just it. Again, think back to the a fable from a true tragedy. I feel as if these two people are used as storytelling tools. I don't believe they're... I don't know if they're based on specific people, but I think, again, Sally Hawkins' character is there to provide some sort of joy. Okay, because when I was watching The Crown, there's no mention of a character like her whatsoever. No. No, I don't... I don't believe that's right. And, I mean, think about... (laughs) So, I know that, like, in terms of Jackie, um, you know, Jackie O did do, like, an interview with, like, Life magazine sometime after the assassination. But, I mean, like, for example, like, I think the Billy Crudup character in that movie, I don't know if that's specifically a guy or... Because I, I don't even think they mentioned a name for him. And, like, in this case, I think that both, like, Timothy Spall is there to cause dread. Which, by the way, he's aged really well. He looks better than he ever has. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, good for him. Because, uh, I mean, like, we watched Enchanted the other day. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, that guy's lost a lot of weight. And I yes. thought that as I was watching Spencer, too. It's great. He was um, not an attractive man for a long period. But yeah. Good. You know, mm-hmm. Um, but... Sun's hot, though. Oh, yeah, he is. Um, but Timothy Spall is there to cause dread and constant conflict and, you know, misery. And I, I don't doubt that somebody like him was involved What was in he playing? Because I don't even remember him being in the movie, but I wrote it down, so I know he was. Timothy Spall. Um, so... Like, when she arrives to the manor, um, she she's kind of like, who are you? And he's like, I'm just here to make sure everything goes smoothly. Something like that. But, like, he's just, like, a constant presence, like, wherever she goes. I guess it's to allude that, like, the royal family was afraid of what she could or might do. And this guy just kind of haunts her throughout. Um, And then a figment of her imagination. He's a real person. No, he's a real. uh, Apparently, he's a real person. Maybe. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) not much of an answer. Who knows with this fucking movie? Anne Boleyn's walking around the manor too. (laughs) Um, But then Sally Hawkins is there, I think, to give the audience a bit of relief considering much of it is just witnessing Diana's anxiety um, and she's just there to provide some sort of joy for her considering there ain't much joy in this entire movie. I guess um, so. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, there's pa- one- pardon that oh. noise for a sec. That's my tea kettle. Jake can edit that out if you want. Or just, <laughs> just one second. It's okay. I'm going to probably heat up my soup in a minute. Um, you can continue. But um, one thing I would like to say, one thing I don't think I've touched upon this movie, because I touched upon the acting, which I think is uniformly I think I know great. what you're about to say, because I think it's my next note, but go on. 
Oh, well, maybe. Um, I don't know. Do I mention it? Or... Go ahead. If it's okay. not, I'll just tell you what the next note is. I'm talking about the acting. I love the cinematography. Um, the costumes are in great, Oscar-worthy. Um, I think, I, I mean, I think it's like a really well-written and directed movie as well. Um, it take again, it takes some bold risks, but I dig it. Um, perhaps my favorite aspect of the movie, and it goes hand, it, it goes neck, it's neck and neck with the performance and this. I actually felt a similar way about Pablo Lorraine's Jackie. I love the score of this thing. Oh, okay. That's not at all what I was going to say. Because I figure. And that's I don't remember the score. So. Not seeing this in a theater would take that away. But I... So I should mention, the score is from Johnny Greenwood of Radiohead, who has nice. been a composer. What? Nice. He's been a composer on movies like Phantom Thread and The Master, and he actually has three scores this year, um, one of which is for Paul Thomas Anderson's next movie, Licorice Pizza, which mm. comes out in about a month. And then he's also got another one for a movie called The Power of the Dog. I honestly think this is the best score of the year. I know it's, it, it honestly, I highly recommend when the movie is accessible, like in a proper manner, you give this movie another watch because that music is awesome. I, no, it's, yeah, I recommend to anybody, please do not stream this. Uh, do not stream the way a it is right now. It. No, just go see in the theaters or wait for it to come on HBO Max or whatever. Do not watch it on your laptop. But yes. Yeah, no, I, it's, I think the score, like, again, I have not seen The Power of the Dog, but I, I could honestly see Johnny Greenwood being a double nominee this year. Um, and this score should definitely be up there. It's the year's best so far. Well, I regret not hearing it now. I like Radiohead. Oh, it's good. Yeah, I mean, remember his score for Phantom Thread? Yeah, it was beautiful. It is beautiful. It, it was. And he's been pretty much on fire for... I mean, I that's the thing. In terms of There Will Be Blood, I don't know if, like, that was score or classical music. And... I could have fooled me. I, I don't know. I, it's it's good music, nonetheless. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I guess I'll just read the last thing that I wrote down. Okay. Um. It's about something that I felt was kind of. Um. What's the word? It felt wrong. Not wrong, but uh, unnecessary. Okay. You know what I'm alluding to? Not at the moment. No. Not even unnecessary. What is the fucking word? There's this lesbian twist. Oh, uh, I was wouldn't... kind of imagined. Like, it doesn't even... Like, I've never heard anything about this, but do you think that has anything to do with Kesu and her own personal persuasions? Like, they... Maybe... Do you think she suggested this? Or do you think that the director wanted to make her comfortable by throwing Somehow... in this twist? It just seems like an odd inclusion. Something that I've never heard anything about. 
somehow I never made that connection. Um, but oh. I don't. So why yeah. did I make this connection? Like, did no, that not because, happen? No, because I mean, no, that that does happen in the movie, but. At the same time, I think it goes back to what I said about Sally Hawkins' character, is that, like, she does... Ah, do we even... Do we, why, is it too late for a spoiler warning? I don't really know what you can spoil in this movie. That's you true. should really just see it. But, basically, Sally Hawkins tells her, I'm, like, in love with you. And, I mean... Oh, yeah. Okay. I don't believe that this person is real... But also, Diana has spent an entire three-day stretch, probably longer, being judged and psychologically tortured. And with the exception of her children, nobody there is really fond of her presence. And so I feel like the last 15 minutes of this movie is Diana's... She's free. Like the chains are lifted. It might. It could be a stretch for some. I get, but you get the sense that, like, after hearing that, she is just so refreshed to hear that somebody gives a shit. That you know, it just pff, fuck it. Everything's fine now. And at the same time, I totally get it. I really do. Like, um, it, like, I don't know. It's just the whole movie, she's kind of put through the ringer emotionally. Because, again, she's just spending a Christmas holiday, which is a time of love and caring and shit. She spends a Christmas holiday surrounded by people who, again, with the exception of her children, really don't like her. And so to hear, you know, I fucking love you. It's definitely got to, you know, take some sort of weight off. And I never really took it as, like, a lesbian moment. But I also can see somebody taking that as a lesbian moment. What I else think does I'm movie... in love with you mean? Uh, no, I mean, she's totally, like, she might be in love with her. But I don't think that's Diana feeling the same way. No, I think well, I mean, have you noticed that these kind of lesbian things happen a lot in royalty movies? Like, The Favorite, and then there was that one, <laughs> Farewell, My Queen, have you seen that? It was French, no, about Marie Antoinette and her I servant. That was kind of um, good, too. But I've noticed Kristen Stewart likes to throw these things in with her movies. Like, I saw that movie about, um, what's it, uh, Lizzie Borden, and they're trying oh, to, like, make meant it... to see that! That was not bad. She does a pretty good job, too. She does a pretty convincing Irish accent. No, I, I did hear that Lizzie Bourne might have some lesbian persuasions, but they try to make it seem like she and her maid have a thing going on, which is Kristen Stewart, which is weird because I, I don't think that was ever supposed to be a thing. Mm -hmm. So again, though, that's yeah. Kristen Stewart in a movie. Um, so I just wondered if maybe that was something she thought would be interesting to include. Nah, I have no clue. But I, I don't know. I mean, I guess it could be. But also, I don't know. I feel like it's a pretty key scene to not be in a screenplay. Mm -hmm. You know? I guess like, so, yeah. I feel like something that important has to be kind of from writer Stephen Knight's, 
you know, mind. Well, it's just but, odd considering the character is not even real to now have her in love with Diana. But I mean, which maybe uh, it, it maybe the wording could be from Kristen Stewart, but I um. I, I, you know, maybe like it was written one way, and Kristen Stewart was like, eh, "Make it, make it a lesbian," but I don't, I don't really know. I never, I never made that connection, or maybe I did, and I just forgot. But do you think that when they add these characters who aren't real, people see it more as fiction? I think they should, um, at least like I don't know, because like they seem specific. Yeah, well, like, you know? I could see their family watching and being like, what is this shit? You know, who are these people? Yeah, what is exactly. What about, you know? And I'd, I don't want well, that like, to hurt the movie, but at the same time, it, it does a little bit. With Jackie, I never really, with the exception of the Billy Crudup character, I didn't really feel like anybody in that was fiction. I bought every second of it. That's the thing this, with these movies. You weren't there, so they take a lot of liberties, you know? Exactly. Well, this movie tells you a front, a fable from a true tragedy and it's i imagine it's based on a real christmas holiday that princess diana spent i read that and it was it was supposed to be the christmas before their divorce yeah and think of it this way uh do you remember did, i i doubt you saw it because I, I can't talk to shit but i can't talk about shit with you these days <laughs> um one night in miami um i don't remember Probably it was not. about it was about the meeting between Muhammad Ali, uh, fucking no, who else? I didn't see Ma it. Malcolm X. Um, oh God, what, what is his name? The four African American guys yeah, from like four very influential uh, African American fellas who um, apparently met in this hotel room. One fateful evening in Miami in, like, the 1960s. And it's a real thing. It's a real meeting. Sam Cooke is one of them as well. Um, but nonetheless, I, I'm blanking on the other. But basically, that's based on a play. And who knows what happened inside of that room. But the movie is about what happened inside of that room. Whereas I think this movie as well is based on the Christmas holiday that Diana spent there, but who really knows what happened on that Christmas holiday that Diana spent there, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. Um, I want to talk about the ending. Okay. I don't remember it, so enlighten me. I really fell in love with... I, okay. So, again... Um, it's not really a movie you spoil. I don't know, but I feel like if you haven't seen the movie, just experience it. For I yourself. think we know how the relationship ends. So, yeah, but I mean, the movie doesn't take it there. How does it um, end? I don't remember what happens. So basically, after Sally Hawkins tells her that, and I God, I don't know why I just love the sequence. I don't. Um, after Sally Hawkins tells her that. Kristen Stewart's like, fuck it, we're, we're, you know, we're, this thing's off the chain, we're just gonna live life now. And so she, like, goes to retrieve her children from, like, this turkey hunt or something, and she's like, the kids are coming with me, the hunt is over. Oh, and okay. so her and the kids get in this car, 
And I never enjoyed this song as much as I did until I watched this movie. But they share this really nice moment where they all belt out, All I Need is a Miracle. Uh, no, I don't like that song. But that does seem... I, that's oh. the thing, though. I didn't either until I watched this movie. And it really, like, I don't know. It was a really sweet moment. And I think, like... Pablo Lorraine gets away with the movie because he wraps such a bow on it. Like, it could be considered tasteless or offensive until he he pretty much gives Diana her peace. It's kind of like the ending of Atonement, how Vanessa Redgrave is like, I wrote this to give them their happiness. Sad as fuck. But this is Pablo Lorraine's way of saying, we're going to end this Diana story on a happy note. The rest of it's pretty fucking wild. But we're going to end this story here. But I, again, I don't know why. I just really, I really like that song after hearing, <laughs> after seeing this movie. It is nice. Well, it's nicer than what happened in The Crown anyways. And this, they kind of like make it seem like Charles hasn't really you know, told Diana how he feels and how he's in love with Camilla. Though in The the Crown, there's, like, this scene before they get divorced where they... Basically, they the queen asks them to give their marriage another shot, so she decides to quit fucking around with other men, and he agrees mm -hmm. to stop seeing Camilla for a while. But then he slowly starts to get back with Camilla, and then he ends up, like... Camilla just talks about how she's kind of jealous because Diana's young and beautiful, and that leads Charles to kind of explode at Diana in a screaming match, like, over how <laughs> she's hurt Camilla because she's so popular and how he's in love with Camilla and he doesn't love her or whatever. Mm -hmm. It was really harsh, but they didn't really... They kind of beat around the bush a lot in this movie compared to what they did in The Crown, so I wonder which is actually the way it went, like... I would trust, um, I would trust the crown. I'm just saying, like, I don't know, okay, so... I don't know, because I, I heard that Charles was kind of dismissive and aloof, and he didn't like to talk about feelings and shit, and he ignored Diana a lot, so I don't know, it's hard to say. Uh-huh. Well, the thing, I'm just going off of a writer's standpoint. Well, I'm just and... reading, uh, there's this, this thing that somebody wrote saying that, uh, Diana was telling him she was losing her mind and she was going crazy and he if he walked away she was going to do something drastic because she needed to be heard and he was just like you sound ridiculous and he went hunting or riding on his horse and then she threw herself down the stairs she and you see running. like what you get from this movie though is kind of something like that yeah so i think that that was an actual account that was in her biography or yeah uh, because a book written about her so i mean okay it, it's okay accurate. i don't know hardly cruel if it's accurate but uh. yeah exactly i mean that's the thing like i'm not a diana expert oh, so oh. i i am not i but i also like as i was watching the movie at times i was like oh boy because i'd never heard anything like the stuff i witnessed in this movie and it's not like you're witnessing like Darren Aronofsky's version of Princess Diana, you know, like, I, I say that like you're watching something super fucked up. 
you're watching something pretty strange. See, I'm different because I've actually watched um, quite a few documentaries about Diana and The mm-hmm. Crown. And do you um, think this was accurate enough? I think so. Okay, cool. That's cool. That's good. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Like, it's not the first thing to to even go down that road. So people calling it cruel and shit is strange because the Crown also covered her bulimia and uh, psychotic episodes. So it's, it's not like because she's unheard of. It's because she was so beloved, and it was such a tragic death. Well, that and whenever they show how weak she was, it makes Charles look more like an asshole. Like, this mm -hmm. is your fault, you know? You drove her to this. Yeah, exactly. It, it, yeah, it's, it's hard. Um, oh, so earlier we, um, we were discussing which movie is better. Yep. Okay. Go on. Which one do you think? Well, which one do you think? Hmm. Well, honestly, the story that interests me more is this one. Mm-hmm. But that's because I I already found her to be really interesting, and the she affair is. the affair is what interests me. Uh huh. So yeah. No, I get that. I need yeah. to rewatch Jackie though. I saw it once again. I was pretty drunk. Uh, it didn't get the fair view. Neither did this one, honestly. I should watch them both again. I have to. You really should have a have yourself a double feature in a couple of months. Yeah, well, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. So yeah, sorry guys, I tried, but you know, it's okay. See, I don't I don't watch new movies sober or drunk unless I know I'm not gonna give a fuck about them. So, I mean. it was like noon, like I said, I wasn't even drunk. I was just I hadn't been to bed in like two days. Yeah, so like I was okay, in this place did. like between consciousness and I mean enough that I remember writing this stuff down. I just don't Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel you. Um So which one do you prefer? Okay. Well, I'll say that you called it early. Um <laughs> I did I do prefer Jackie, but also I'm in a different place mentally now than I was then. Like, I've become, I wouldn't say a harsher critic, but it takes me a minute to really fall in love with something. Like, I have to I have to leave a movie and let it sit with me. Like, when I saw Jackie, I, I saw both movies at Baxter Avenue, and I'll say five years ago, Jackie took my breath with its story, its performance, and not even, like, the costumes and the cinematography, which are also spot on, actually. Weird say. taste. Like, what you find to be exciting and terribly interesting, I'm just Hold like, on. Hold on. Know. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Well, the thing about Jackie was that the whole thing held me in its grip. Watching Spencer, there were times, I don't know if it's because... Maybe I wasn't in my right frame of mind, but my mind did wander a couple of times. But also, it is one of those movies that I feel the urge to sit through again. And I also feel that with time, I may enjoy it more. And so it could be better. It just isn't today. 
Well, I agree. It's hard but for I, me to sit through any movie without my mind wandering, honestly. God. I can't even listen to you for five minutes without thinking of anything I know, and I, else. I fucking ramble. It's not I just you. It's it's literally anybody. I can't watch TV. I can't listen to music like without just thinking an endless train of thought. And to me, you have to be a really good storyteller. I don't and have like patience. That's, that's the thing. Like if somebody isn't a good storyteller, my mind wanders. Like I. That's the thing. Like it you was gotta really you good. Gotta... It was slow. Also, what it was like a you know, it was a slow burn. So oh, I'm I'm talking in terms of people I know. Oh. Okay. Yeah, no, if you don't know how to tell a story, I'll nod, but I will, you'll lose me. But I get it. Um, hang on, I'm gonna go take a piss. Okay. And heat up my soup. Why, is there much else you need to say? Because we're at the hour mark. Oh, well, I thought we were, uh, there is, like, uh, what I mentioned earlier. We oh, what, you sh- wanted to talk about King Richard right now? King Richard and Dune. What? You want to do that all in one show? Well, no, no, no. We're not going to talk about the movies all together. We're just going to talk about the Oscars. Oh. I thought that you meant that you wanted to do, like, three different shows about... No way in hell. No, no. But I figured this is our segue back into doing podcasts until we decide we don't want to do them anymore. Well... Uh, it's just because you brought it up right before the show, and I don't really know what's going to be at the Oscars, so I thought I was going to have to look this Nobody up. Nobody does. We're just going to talk about these movies' Oscar chances, because they're both in the con- or all three of them are in the conversation. Okay, I'll give you another 30 minutes. i got to take a shower at some point, but okay. go on. Take your shower. Okay. Hello? I'm here. Okay, I returned. Sorry. Yeah, that's um, fine. Okay. So, um, you and I have seen, we have three movies in common recently. Yep. Um, we have our centerpiece for today's show, uh, Spencer. We also have, um, we've also both seen Dune, and we've also both seen King Richard, compliments of HBO Max. So do you know what this means? Uh, something magical happened because it's very hard for me to sit through fucking three-hour-long shit more than once. It's not Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Well, that's fucking true. But, um... Mm. Sorry. That no, means... I'm sorry. I-, I can wait if you want to eat. No, no, it's fine. I'll take it. I'll take a spoonful by spoonful. Alright, this means that Oscar season is among us. You know why? All three of these movies are possible contenders. Is that what Um, you've heard, or is that just what you think? This is what I think, and it's what I've heard. So, what do you think? Okay, so let's break this down bit by bit. Now, we're not going to review the other two movies, we're just going to talk about them. Um, In terms of their Oscar chances. So... I think the bigger, the biggest question mark of these three movies um, is Dune, but I will also say um, I, you should really see Belfast. I I cannot stress that enough. It's a 90-minute movie. Don't even know it's, what that's about or anything. It's a coming-of-age story set in Ireland. Like Brooklyn? 
Mm. Mm -mm. No, it's better than that. Oh, I like Brooklyn. I like Brooklyn too, but it's better than that. Um, it's inspired by Kenneth Branagh's childhood. Hmm. I like Kenneth Branagh. I do too, and he wrote and directed it. Okay, well, if I can stream it, I'll watch it. Though Nana no, did no. mention, Nana no, said no. she'd like to go see it, but you know what she's like. She says something, and then she'll forget I know about she it, does, and, and then I she'll bring it up should... sometime next year, and it'll be too I, late. I know, that's what it was like with No Time to Die, which I really wanted to be our return to the podcasting world, but... I just can't with Bond. They're just too long. I don't like action. Oh, and this one's the longest one. Ugh. But... It's not, there's not even, like, that much action there. I just, I find just don't it, find it interesting, you know? That'd be like me asking you to sit through fucking, uh, a four-hour compilation of, you know, ghost videos or something. You probably have done that. Many times. Mm-hmm. Well, my situation's different because it's actually good. But, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> Basically. Um... But yeah, yeah, but so, they're different films. I mean, I feel like Dune left me a little unfulfilled just because, you know, it didn't uh, come to any conclusion. It just left me with some questions. But also, you know, it's... I, uh, well, we'll go... Let's go through each movie individually. Well, okay. I started with Dune. So, well, let's start with Spencer, though. Since Jeez, we just talked about Spencer for an hour. What do you mean? I know, but what do you think its Oscar chances are? Um, I'm thinking... Maybe Best Actress, though I'm not sure it deserves it. And uh, other than that, it's hard for me to say because I caught a rough copy, so I don't. That I couldn't see the cinematography. I couldn't hear the score. I couldn't even really hear the the script, you know. So mm -hmm. it's very hard for me to judge going by that copy. I liked what I saw, even though it was shit. That's um, not its fault. It's my fault. So that it is. Um, see, to me, I wonder, I know that critics love it. Um, I know they do. I don't know how much of a shot it has in terms of best picture, which this year they get up to 10. No, no, it's not even up to 10. No, this I year they I think it'd be do. very unexpected for that to win. It'd be generous. This year it does get 10. Oh, but... Okay. That being said, I think it has a very good shot at costumes and score. And if we're being honest, best actress. And if there is enough hype, I, I, I think right now she is the frontrunner to win best actress. Well, I have nothing to compare it to. Fair, yeah. I, I don't really either. A lot of the movies that are in the running for that, I have not seen. Um, but I will say that if she is to win it, I think if people enjoy the movie, like I think if people enjoy the performance enough, as well as its technical stuff, it could be one of those ten. But it is also a jam-packed year. Like, there are movies that people have not seen yet, so I don't know... But I, I think Best Actress, I think she's a lock. I wouldn't say the maybe like you just did. I, I think she's a good. I think she's good to go. Well, I mean, I'll, 
I'll give it to you just because, like I said, with all the whispering, I just couldn't hear. Mm-hmm. So it well, was underwhelming for me because I uh-huh. didn't hear anything. That's why you see things in a theater. You leave me alone. And speaking of seeing things in a theater, um, our next movie, Dune, um, which for mom me? and dad saw and they did not enjoy. Really? I'm surprised. Yeah. Now, I know mom she loves liked the first one. Mom loves David Lynch's Dune. She it's said so we weren't that it. impressed with it. They probably thought it was slow, boring. And that's I I get that. But it is also from what I hear, it's a contender. Um because the Academy Awards, if you haven't noticed, they haven't really been nominating shit that people care about. <laughs> In recent memory, and there is there is talk that a movie like this could spark a conversation, and because it's such a technical achievement, um, I see you going they, for that and uh, director maybe. You think and okay? So like the visuals. Did you, um, so what? What did you think of the movie? I know I I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I was going to because I hated the original one. Mm-hmm. It grossed me out. And I didn't even know what the fuck was going on, honestly. When I was watching Dune this time, uh, they simplified basically what the spice was all about. Just in that opening mm-hmm. scene where Tim Chalamet is watching on his phone or whatever, like learning about the people who live in the dunes. And I was just like, mm-hmm. oh, so that's what this is all about. Had no idea watching that when I was in the eighth grade watching the other Dune. I was just like, uh-huh. what's this even about? What's going on here? It felt like Star Wars. Though I, it did feel like Star Wars again. It does. Kind yes. of. So. Mm-hmm. Well, but again, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think any of the performances stood out necessarily. Nah. I like him a lot. Um, Me too. But no, I, I do need to see the second part to. Um, I'm sure we will get that's, more from it. That's how I feel too. Um, the thing about Dune is. So, it was a slow build-up, too. I kept thinking, like, this is going to be almost over soon. They haven't really, you know, done anything yet. Mm-hmm. That's how it felt. Yeah. Well, the thing about this movie is I like it. I went into it hoping to, like, hug it with open arms. And I liked it, even though I was confused by it. And then eventually I understood what it was about. And I was like, okay, this is good. And this is really good. And then I reached a point where I was like, okay, so this is only part one. So it's going to end somewhere. Where is it going to end? And I think the movie is visually jaw-dropping. You, I saw it in IMAX, and I was blown away. I really was. And it is such an achievement from Denis Villeneuve in order to build such a world in a studio. It's absolutely insane. Like... I don't know, there were times watching this movie where I was like, how did he do that? But I also don't quite think it's great because, and maybe this is an unfair comparison, but like, people think Blade Runner 2049 is a snore. I think that's a great movie. It's a what? Blade Runner 2049, they think it's a snore. Really? Um, Yes, they do. 
I I think that movie is amazing. I think it's actually Denis Villeneuve's best so far, at least, because it is so visually jaw-dropping, and it pulls you into this world. And sure, it does take its time pulling you into it, but it's also such a rich world, and I think its characters are also rich, and what it has to say, and what it's doing, and what it's moving towards... I just think the whole thing is jaw-dropping. And this movie is also jaw-dropping, but take a movie like take a movie like The Lord of the Rings, The Fellowship of the Ring. You know, it's part of the story in service of a bigger story. And yet by the time you reach the end of every one of those movies, you feel as if you've experienced something like I feel like each Lord of the Rings movie ends on a great note. Like you, you reach a Lord, like you reach the end of the Lord of the Rings movie, and you feel as if you've seen like a complete movie, even though it isn't the complete story. Or like Harry Potter, where you know you get seven movies, and each one feels like an open and shut story in service of a complete story. Whereas Dune. I think maybe its ambition is its flaw because it's totally trying to do service to the novel, but it doesn't end on a satisfying note. No, it doesn't. Well, I mean, you you mentioned Lord of the Rings, but you forget that Lord of the Rings, like the first one, ends with it. Basically, they all end with just wandering around, you know? mm -hmm. They haven't gotten to where they're going. So, you know, I think there's always something really rich happening throughout they leave me wanting more anyways whereas well that's i think there's something really rich happening throughout all of those movies to where you leave it thinking that was great but also maybe it's not fair because we've seen the whole trilogy lay out i'm I'm with you because like i said i just didn't have much to say about dune because the way it ended I think Dune will be, I think Dune Part 1, excuse me, will be a great movie when we see Dune Part 2. Because Dune Part 1 is Denis Villeneuve building this world, and I'm pretty sure that since he's getting the chance to finish this world, it, it will be something special in time. Um, I personally, I don't think it's quite there, but I do think there's greatness within it. I believe sometimes the sequels are better. Not very often, Mm. but sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Lord of the Rings. Especially if there's more happening in it, you know. Uh Uh-huh. There wasn't that much happening in this one. Yeah, it's all, again, it's all in service of building the world. And, you know, like, David Lynch's Dune was, it was trying to do it all in one story. And as we know, it was a giant mess. Whereas Denny's is taking his time, and it's going to be special. Um, but yeah, I believe, I, I think, it if it's the contender people might think it is, it's definitely going to win the technical categories. Um, and I think it could also potentially be nominated for Best Picture and Director. So, we'll see. That's no acting, though. I wouldn't count on that. Mm-mm. This wasn't, um, uh, we didn't get enough from anybody, really. No, it's not quite, I mean, I think... It's not Jason, like a big, um, it's not big on dialogue, really. 
No, it's not. It's just like, look at what we've done. Mm -hmm. Ta-da. And <laughs> with good reason. I mean, it's beautiful. Um, okay, and then the last one we'll discuss. Uh, and again, the Oscars aren't even apparently until March, which I think is fucking weird. But there's so many movies out right now, and there's so many... There's so many movies in the technical categories that are worthy. It's it's hard to even juggle. Like I I've had them written, but I, it's like it's kind of a bust because not even all the movies have come out yet. But where do we stand on King Richard? I see it for best actor, but I don't know if I see it for much more than that. Really? Yeah. Why? What do you feel? I mean, it, I think I thought it was. I mean, maybe Best Picture. Here's the thing. I don't oh. know, because most of the performances for me... I don't know, it just felt like he was he was the movie, so... I think he is the movie, but I also think that... Andrew Ellis and possibly John Bernthal... Yeah, but you just are... don't get much from them, you know? Yeah, but I mean, think about... Okay. The supporting categories go one of two ways. On one hand, they commit category fraud in which they basically have a lead go as a supporting. And on another, they have a performance that's like in the movie for 15 minutes go in the supporting. Which it is, sir, like it's called supporting actor. It kind of makes sense, you know. Mm -hmm. Like, it's even if it's a character that's in the movie for ten minutes. Like, have you ever seen the movie Network? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I think it's, like, somebody's wife in that movie. She won an Oscar, and she's in it for one scene. That's I shit you not, she's in it for one scene. It's a great scene, but one scene. That is technically a supporting actress, and I always lose sight of that. Um, but in this case, I think... Both of them could be up there, and I also I think it it had I think it has best picture on it too. Um, not to win, but I think it could be nominated. Um, it tells a good story well, and is like it's one of those rare instances. Like I haven't felt this way since I watched Ford versus Ferrari, where a movie this crowd pleasing has a good feel to it. And it did. I wasn't bored by it, which is surprising. Mm -hmm. It's also two and a half hours. Yeah, so and... that was why I didn't want to watch it in the first place, but Nana yeah. wanted to, so... Mm -hmm. Did she like it? She did, I think, but she has a hard time hearing a lot of the times. She mm -hmm. thought he was kind of an idiot, too. Well, not an idiot, but she thought he was annoying. She kept saying, oh, he's a pain in the ass, isn't he? Yeah, he is. But it's... It's that rare Will Smith character that doesn't beg you to like him. Mm -hmm. And I, I think that's... I mean, well, okay, his his characters don't beg you to like him, but they expect you to like him. I think so. In this, in this case, he does his own thing, and I think it honestly pays off. I don't know, like... I don't, like... A lot of the times in the Academy business, they they kind of let box office dictate where they fall in terms of nominees. And I don't really know what kind of world we're living in these days, because not every movie is a mega hit. 
and you know, like I see articles like "Oh, King Richard totally bombs" or "The Last Duel totally bombs," and I'm like, "Fuck you, just go with the movie," you know, like. And I, I think in this case, I think in this case, its lack of box office could be okay because. It's not a movie that could have cost that much money. So, what is the real failure? I guess. I would think that the majority of the money would come from what? The actors? tennis shots? Oh, well, yeah, that's yeah. Which, by the way, it does tennis really well. Renting it's... out the stadiums has got to be expensive. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, a little. Um, but, yeah, no. So, I mean, I'm sure we'll have, um, we'll try to keep in the conversation um, with the Oscars and whatnot, but I think this is a a good precursor. I also think you should watch Belfast in theaters. I don't think I'll be able to get to, things like that don't stay in theaters for very long here. I know, I know, well, that's the thing. So, um, around here, you know, we have AMC. We have Baxter Avenue. Baxter Avenue typically is the showcase for these kinds of movies. Um, and Belfast came out um, two weeks ago at Baxter Avenue, and I saw it last week. Um, and it's getting a wider release. And I think if people see it, they'll really love it. Um, it's it's a lovely movie. I, it... it I don't, I don't smile very often, um, but I did when oh. I was supposed to, and and when I wasn't supposed to, I didn't. Mm-hmm. So that's that's just it. It's a great movie. Yeah, it was a mixture of sad and uh, pleasing at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about King Richard. Oh, sorry. What are you talking about? I was talking about Belfast. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sorry, no. But no, I think. King Richard is a wonderful movie too, um, and I think I can't believe you all have pissed your money away on Eternals. It's totally boring as fuck. Just go see something that's worth a fuck for once. That's the end of the PSA. Yeah, I have no desire to see that shit, but you know what I'm like with Marvel. I, I do. Well, I I'm not even that way toward Marvel, and I could not wait for it to end. So. <laughs> I, good Christ, I was bored. But, mil- how did Billy it end up doing? Thing. Did it fail? Uh, no, it made plenty. Really? Uh huh. It made like 70 its opening weekend, which is a stupid amount of money for a movie that's stupid and boring. God. I, well, I watched believe- The Critical Drinker and he did not like it, so I figured you wouldn't either. You know what? I might, I might give that review a go. Because, like, Okay, it's two and a half hours, and I don't, I'm not even, like, that huge into action movies, but you gotta have some action in an action movie, (laughs) and there is, like, one action sequence from the start, then you get another one an hour in, and honestly, I, I sat through all two and a half hours of it, and I couldn't give a fuck, like, it just kept going. He said there's too many characters and shit. And too there is. Not enough of them do much, you know? Like It's true. They don't. I think it would have worked better as a TV thin. show. That, and he said that some of them are just, uh, 
like poorly written for. They have no personality and whatnot. I don't. I know. It was ambitious. I admire their spirit, but it's a slog. Well, I'm not surprised. I was hearing about it for months. Uh-huh, I know. YouTube, so. And, like, Trevor would always be like, oh, it's Chloe Zhao, and I'd be like, okay. But like, then again, I, I, everybody said Shang-Chi was going to be terrible and not make any money, and I think they were wrong about that one, too. So. That one's pretty good. I like that one. But this one, not so much. Well, no, I, the it, critics I saw had to admit that they were wrong about Shang-Chi. Okay. I it's it's a I think it's good. Um but Eternals not so much. Um but both trailers kinda made me space out as I was watching them. Oh, speaking of Academy contenders, I don't know if this movie's a contender, but did you watch Zola? Oh, I did not. Well you know what happened was um, right after I got Showtime, like, the next day, we ended up going to stay by Nana, because mm-hmm. our landlady told us we weren't going to have a toilet, and uh, ever since then, we've been uh, painting the apartment, we had to tile the floors, and we, we weren't home for almost a week. Oh, uh, yeah, that did, that's true. Well, we've not really watched any TV since I've been back, though we did watch uh, some of the new Tiger King, which was not bad. Oh, I gotta watch that, too. Yeah, we got well, like three episodes in a season. All I have to say is, bitch, watch Zola. Period. <laughs> Would you say it was on Showtime or um, Stars? It's on Showtime. Okay. It's still my favorite movie of the year. I no, need something to I watch. I take it back. Belfast is my favorite movie of the year. Well, I but... need something to watch tonight and tomorrow because uh, there's only so many YouTube videos. So I might watch quick, that sometime. It's a quick 88 minutes, and when it's over, you may even want to watch it again. It's oh, it's just good... that it's hard getting him to watch movies, because the last time I suggested we watch, um, was it Promising Young Woman? I don't know why I thought he'd like it. He's not into feminism and whatnot. I mean, neither am I, really, but I still enjoyed it, and, uh... Good ass no, it, You know what it is. He doesn't like whenever you and I agree on something, and then he'll, like, try to find ways to, like, make us feel stupid about it. Like, this is what you guys suggested to me, you know, getting all sassy and annoying about it. Uh-huh, I get that too, but I also, I he don't know. He just didn't want to give us the satisfaction, because I could tell, like, he stopped talking, like, about halfway through, and he just was almost glued to the TV, you know, trying to see mm-hmm. what was going to happen next. There's no way he was bored. He's a liar, is what it it's is. It's a great movie. So, I don't know, I'll, it's hard to convince him, hey, do you want to watch a movie about a prostitute or something? Like, what do you say? strippers. Strippers. Um, I asked it's if you wanted so to watch Love Ranch. Fun. Well, it's I asked so if you wanted to watch fun. Love Ranch yesterday. That movie sucks, but there's plenty of boobs and sex and stuff. And he said no. <laughs> Fine. Well, isn't it also like Joe Pesci and Helen Mirren getting it on? Yeah, unfortunately. I didn't tell him that. I didn't want to put him off. Yeah. So it put me off. I got kind of grossed out and stopped watching after. Even I haven't seen that. So. Really? I've seen it probably four times for no reason. <laughs> it's... Not good. I don't know why I've seen it so many times. Why? I like boobs, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> it was like Joe Pesci's last movie until The Irishman. It's I'm... probably his worst. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't... It's her worst, too. I mean, they don't do a bad job. It's just shit movie. I feel like I've watched Gone Fishing, and it wasn't... Or am I thinking of The Great Outdoors? 
I don't. You're thinking either. of Gone Fishing because Great Outdoors was uh, John Candy and Danny. No, I know. Well, they remind me of the same movie. I know I've seen The Great Outdoors. Danny Glover it, and Joe. It's so so. Yeah, because they were they were cashing in on the Lethal Weapon phase. I've never seen it though. I've never seen Gone Fishing. Have you seen Lethal Weapon two? I don't know. Probably not. Oh I think I've only seen Lethal Weapon four or five. Oh my god! Oh my god! Are you serious? Yeah. Well, that's the one what that mom bought doing? me. Mom bought me that one in, like, 2008 when I was living with Alex, and so we had nothing to watch because we didn't have cable, so I put that on one day, and I was like, oh, Shut it was kind of... I, I liked it for some reason, but... It's, uh, it's like the second worst one. Again, why would you suggest these movies to me? You know I don't like anything like that, and then you're like, oh, how could you not have seen that? Like, okay, why would I watch like, any of Lethal Weapon's a Christmas movie, so there you go. Mark your calendar. And then Lethal Weapon 2 is just as good. I don't Honestly, like cop movies. I don't like buddy movies. I don't like any Yeah, action. but Joe Pesci shows up in the second one, and he's great. And they all just play well off of each other. <laughs> just do it. Do Isn't yourself he in the fourth one? Yeah. Well, then I've seen them all. No, you have not. The it's first not two are the well. best two. The okay. villains well, I feel like the I second made... I feel like I may have seen the first one. I don't know if I've seen the second one. Gary Busey's in the first one. I remember somebody jumping off of a building and landing on a car. I remember Mel Gibson's ass. That's all I that's remember. That's the first one. Okay, no, that's all I remember. The movie opens with Jingle Bell Rock and this girl on cocaine as she falls out the window topless. Yeah, okay, I remember like being maybe five or six and walking in the room and seeing Mom and Dad watching that. And I was like, <laughs> it's huh. A great movie. Watch, watch Lethal Weapon 1, and then you'll want to watch Lethal Weapon 2. It's so good. Oh, I'm sure. It's so good. I can't wait for Lethal Weapon 5. Okay, this conversation's gotta end. But <laughs> it's coming. It's coming. Really? Watch Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Oh, I'd yeah. I'd like to no see Mel Gibson, Gibson back. I like Mel Gibson. I've forgiven him. I have to. That's I think a, a subject for another day. He's a nutbag, but he's well, great. we forgave Tom Cruise, didn't we? Yeah, but, like, Mel Gibson's, like, an actual nutbag, but, no, they're both nutbags, but Mel Gibson's is, like, slightly worse. Um, He's just got some real deep-seated anger issues he needs to work on. That's true. For, and it, I think what pissed people off is because of, you know, if you're gonna talk about Christianity and shit, and then yell racist obscenities at people, it's, it doesn't, well, it's not a good look. The thing is, he, like, made the Passion of the Christ, and then two years later, he, like, said all this anti-Semitic shit. Well, he also had that affair on his wife of all those years. The mother of, like, his fucking, what, six children? That's not a good look for a Christian, either. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a deeply flawed fella. He's a good actor, though. I think a he lot really... of it probably has to do with his upbringing, because I thought his dad was a racist asshole or something. Right. Like Great filmmaker, too. But anyways, okay, we're gonna stop here. Um, just watch Lethal Weapon 1 and 2, and Zola, and that's Zola, all. Zola, maybe. Maybe it's Zola. All three. <laughs> uh, Lethal Weapon 2 is a damn treasure. If anybody's still listening at this point. And while you're at it, Rocky 4, if you haven't oh seen it. Not gonna happen. Have you not seen- Okay. Hold on. Seriously, though. Have you have you seen that? Is that the one in Russia? Yeah. 
I think I I think I actually did see that one. Okay, because I, I watched didn't see that the one. third one. I saw the first, the second with Clubber Lang. You haven't seen that? No. <laughs> I just really wanted to say the name Clubber Lang. Yeah, but <sighs> no, Rocky Four. It's great. I've been thinking about it a lot lately because I watched it when I was in Gatlinburg. It was a hell of a time, and I watched Stallone's director's cut. I do like also. him. I like Stallone. I do, too. It's so good. I don't okay. like his movies, but I like him. You should really watch Demolition Man, then. It's funny. Uh, okay. It's Like it's, I said, I don't watch his movies. I just like it. It's him. a funny movie. Sandra Bullock is in it. She's funny. I, I know the movie. I just don't. It's good. Hans, like, Hans likes the movie. That's one it's of great. his movies. You two can bond over this shit. I don't. He likes Lethal Weapon and all that. I almost said something offensive. Yeah, yeah he likes did. all that shit. It's great. I expect you to watch Lethal Weapon this Christmas because I know I will. All right, well maybe if it's not too long, maybe it's two hours. Maybe I'll surprise him and see if he wants to watch it. He won't there believe you. it. He'll think I'm joking. And then Lethal Weapon too. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. This is going on too long. Okay. All right. We're calling it a day. This is a good talk. This is a return to form? I guess. Yeah, well, uh, I hope so. I hope we can make this a semi-regular thing anyways. Sorry tonight Trevor couldn't join us. Uh, yeah. He'll, he'll return sometime. Maybe we could all talk about, um, if you can get your ass to the theater, um, House of Gucci. Oh, I would like to see that. See, I kind of figured I could meet you in the middle there. Um, we intend on seeing that on Wednesday. So. Okay, well, I mean, maybe I could do that. I'd like to see that. So let's aim for something like that. Okay. Yeah, after... if not, I mean, we got the new Paul Thomas Anderson movie coming out. Sometime after week. Thanksgiving would be easier. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It would be. Uh, again, we'll we'll be seeing Gucci like this week. So okay, I didn't realize it was gonna be out that soon. It comes out on Wednesday. Yeah, I've heard different things, but and there's no like official reviews out. I've heard some people say it's not good, but the people I listen to say it's wonderful. So I don't like Lady Gaga that much, but I mean I'll watch it for Pacino and Jared Leto. Mm-hmm. Adam Driver. Oh, I didn't even know. I forgot he was in the... I have I have heard it's Lady Gaga's movie. Eh, I don't I don't think I like her. Just, I don't know. Just don't go with it, man. But okay. Alrighty. I'll talk to you soon. Alright, guys. Uh, thanks for joining us. And we will be back with you soon. Please check out our friends over at the TV Zone podcast on Facebook. And on uh, the Instagram and the Twitter, I think. And our friend Jay at uh, Jay Movie Talk and the Keita and Jay Show. Assuming that's still going on. And yeah, we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Adios. Bye.